0: One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strong Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America!
1: Who wants some Arnie Palmis? Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Wake up West Georgia, it's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Thursday, October twelfth, twenty twenty-three. And we're back. Sorry about yesterday. You know, these things happen. Sometimes uh, you know, alarms don't go off or you know, things just happen. Hey, Brace. Yeah. (laughs) Good input there, Monty.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was reading through a Twitter feed. Uh, Twitter feed as you were going through that. <laughs> Today is National Gumbo Day, buddy. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. In on that one, buddy. In on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm good with some gumbo too.
0: Yeah, gotta go and get it from. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> gotta go get it from um, Gumbos in Douglasville. Best place. Best place for gumbo and Cajun food around here. Yeah, it's also National. Cold pork day. Ooh, those are two really good food days.
1: Yes, they are. Two two really good food days on
0: a day that's kind of cold and and wet and dreary outside. Gumbo gumbo sounds really good right now.
1: Doesn't it? Really? Yeah, because it sounds really good to me.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's fifty seven degrees outside. It's raining gumbo chili something like that. Yeah, sign me up.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of cold and dreary, I think. the world is feeling it because, dear Lord, Philadelphia won last night, and it did not look good for the Braves at all.
0: They didn't just win. They stomped uh, their hearts out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Braves followed the Phillies last night 10-2. Um, Bryce Elder, two and two-thirds innings, gave up six earned runs and four Ks. Look, the first two innings, two and a third innings, he looked phenomenal. Yeah, he looked seven- like Bryce Elder from the
0: Seven up, six down, right? The first two innings, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. It yeah. looked great. He looked really, really strong. And then uh Smith just left him in too long. I don't and I don't understand it. <laughs> like, why do you let him and granted, we are we are definitely being couch, you know, couch coaches and all this kind of BS. You should have not let and pitch to Bryce Harper? No, absolutely not. And uh, you know, I saw
0: online, I saw on Twitter somebody that put it best. They said it's the playoff snicker, not getaway day against the Rockies in late June.
1: Yeah, yep. And,
0: and that's that's, that's exactly that's exactly how he managed last night. It felt like it was getaway day in a series in the middle of summer against a non division opponent, and there was no urgency. What so, I don't, I just, I am blown away by letting Elder stay out there as long as he did. What has Elder done in the past two months that has proven that he's been able to get himself out of the jams? Because I've seen nothing. I mean, the past month, he's had close to a six ERA for the Braves. And I've seen nothing. uh, Now, Bryce Elder, the first half of the season, phenomenal. Lights out. Second half of the season was a different guy. And especially the last month, his ERA is close to six the last month, I think. And I don't, I don't know what Snicker was thinking, leave him, leaving him in that long. I just, it blows my mind that that game was as poorly managed as it was. And and maybe, maybe he was trying to save the bullpen for today. Um, and I, I understand that from uh, from one standpoint, but from another standpoint, I don't understand that. I would go in today not having bullpen arms, and look at Strider and say, this is your game. We win or lose on your arm. Our bullpen shot, we have no one else out there that can do it. Only you can do it. Only you can save this season. That's what I would have done in, in, in that circumstance. But I feel like last night's pitching rotation was very, very poorly mismanaged.
1: Yeah, it was, it was not a good day for the Braves at all. Um, from top to bottom, hitting didn't go well. Outside of maybe Ronald. Ronald did pretty well yesterday Um, he continues to get on base and continues to get on base now and I think he's kind of finally pulled himself out but maybe a little bit too late Uh, Albies and Arcia the lone RBIs for the Braves yesterday 11 left on base and 2 for 7 with runners in scoring position that's just not acceptable at all
0: that's disgusting
1: yeah I mean these look you- baseball is a, it, it's a game it's it you're playing a kids game we, we we say it all the time but they we are paying these kids or these guys millions of dollars to do it and you should be doing a whole lot better than you're doing right now because this is a much better team than what they're showing right now
0: yeah i yeah you're you're right and i think it i think these These playoffs with the way the teams have and what teams have been eliminated almost just shows that 142 of 162 games in the regular season for baseball, they don't matter. It doesn't matter who's the best team over 162 games. It really doesn't. It matters who's hot at the end of the season. That's it. You get hot at the end of the season. You get hot those last 20 games, and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if you won... 104 games. It doesn't matter if you had the the you know baseball's arguably statistically the greatest offense that's ever been put together. It doesn't matter if you can't do it in a five game series. If you're not hot at the right point of time in baseball, it does. It re- the regular season does not matter whatsoever anymore in baseball. It's who's hot, who's hot at the end of the year, and that's all it that matters.
1: The question becomes Bryce at this point: Do you start managing that way? You know what I mean. You have to like do you you start managing and saying okay we're not going to give a ish this week near the middle of june and then just try to fire them up for the 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 stretch run because i think you have to like if you're not
0: hot if if you do what the braves and the dodgers did this year it's proven that's unsuccessful if you wrap up the division and you wrap up and secure your playoff bed so early they take, they take the, the, the gas off. They take their foot off the gas. And, you know, the Phillies had a fight for every single inch of getting into the playoffs. And, and so, did the, um, so did the Diamondbacks on the other side of the LCS. Like, I I think, I think securing a playoff position in baseball too early is detrimental. I think being the one or two seed in baseball is detrimental. Playing in that wild card game, that three game series, I think is helpful, and then moving right on to that five game series for the NLDS. I think the the way the MLB is, and the, just the way baseball is, you have an advantage if you are a team fighting for every single inch, rather than a team that secures it early. It's not like football, where you have a lot of guys, you know, banged up, and, and a, a week off is going to help you baseball is such a a flow sport you know it's such a hot or cold streaky sport like if you get out of the groove especially as a hitter if you get out of the groove and and you have a a week's worth of games where they don't matter and then after that a week of being off if you get out of that groove it's super detrimental and i think we're seeing that with the
1: braves and the dodgers this year yeah so let's let's make this abundantly clear though (laughs) bryson bryson and i are talking like they're dead they are dead. They're down two games to one. They still have a chance to come back and win the next two games. Have the Braves done it before? Absolutely. Yeah, and the Falcons have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's a possibility, but right now, the way that they're playing, it, it doesn't look like a possibility is what is why we're talking about it. And it's it's unfortunate because we, we are such Braves fans that it, it, we don't want to be negative, but at the same time, it's like, dear Lord, man. Oh, there's you know what nothing I mean? positive you to say only... about this
0: team. Like there's there's no positive. You cannot take a single positive away from last night. The only positive you can take away from last night's game is that we are one game away from the uh, from from the off and we won't have to put up with this crap anymore. That's the only positive we can take away from it. It's ridiculous. It, it's a it's absurd to have a team that's as good as they were in the regular season and just go out and completely crap their pants in two of the three games that we've played against the Phillies. I mean, it's not like it's not even. Like we were competitive in game one or game three. If we were competitive and it was a, you know, one or two run game or something like that, sure, fine, whatever, that's fine. But game one, we came out, we had no energy, zero energy. We were dead. And game three, I mean, just the the, the mismanagement of the pitching put us in a massive hole early. And, you know, the the, the hitting, the seven, uh, the, um, the, the 11 left on base and the two for seven hitting with runners in scoring position, not great. I think a lot of that happened with the bottom of the lineup. The bottom of the lineup has been dog crap uh, this series. The top of the lineup's been okay. It's been fine. I, I don't yeah. understand pitching to to Harper, especially on that second that second go around. Um, beam him in the face. I'm not I'm not joking. Every single starting pitcher, every single pitcher that gets up there for the Braves for the rest of the season, throw heaters at Bryce Harper's face. That's what I would do. Um, I mean, I would I would not allow that guy to swing the bat the rest of the series, but. I think that would make too much sense, and and I don't know what Snickers doing with with our rotation. So, changed up the batting order in Game One and left Bryce Elder out there way too long in Game Three. I I just I mean the, the tweet the tweet is right. We're we are we are managing this series like it is a getaway day against the Rockies in the end of June. I, I mean that's there's no urgency whatsoever from this team. No urgency.
1: Game four today. Uh, I don't- you know what the game time is 807 they just changed it oh god oh okay. yeah. yeah all right 807 uh game four strider on the bump for us i don't know who's on the bump for them
0: uh i don't think they've announced that yet um
1: good screw, screw them Ooh. screw the philly uh
0: yeah ranger ranger suarez
1: Ugh. yeah all right yeah all right Let's switch gears, uh, Bryce. Give me some Friday night lines, buddy. Yeah, Friday night lines. A lot of our a lot of our teams are
0: off this weekend, um, so we only have five games going on. So uh, about half the games that we normally do. Uh, the first one we got: Bowden is at home. They're hosting Christian Heritage. Bowden is a twenty nine point favorite. I had a lot of burp right in the middle of that
1: sentence. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that seems about fair. Uh, Christian Heritage has gotten two two wins on the season. Um, you know, with the combined wins uh, against those two teams uh, are four. Oh. um between the <laughs> two teams. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think Christian Heritage should uh, go into Bowden and uh, and fall. I yeah, yeah thousand percent. This this think.
0: is the same Christian Heritage team that lost forty-one to thirteen to Temple. So uh, yeah, Bowden, now, um,
1: I don't think it. From from what I understand from from talking with Rich last night, it's not. It's oh, a different it, now game. Billy.
0: Billy, Billy, how, ma- how many times have we talked to uh, Coach Rich Finley and he comes up there and tells us how good the opponent is just uh, for the Fountain Red Devils to put up like 30 million points on him?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: I mean, come on. You can't. We did that. Who was, who was it against last year? I think it was. I think I talked to him before the Forest Park game. I think it was last year. And I went into the interview and I'm like, dude, Bowden, I'm like, y'all are gonna destroy him, right? And Coach Finley was like, oh, they got this, they got that, they got some talent here, they got some talent here, they got these, and I'm like, oh, oh, really? Then they come out and they beat them forty-seven to seven last year. So yeah, they, they that's that's from what I've heard, that's tradition out in Bowden is the poor mouth, you know, and then go out there and just absolutely destroy. I would take I would take Bowden in the twenty-nine for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next is Carrollton they're at home versus Pebblebrook Carrollton is a 42 point
1: favorite. Take Carrollton in the points yeah Do it do it <laughs> I mean there's no better way of saying it. take Carrollton in the points this is a this is an easy one for them.
0: yeah I agree. Pebblebrook is pretty terrible. they're they're two and they're two and five on the season. Uh, they lost 47-7 to Westlake last week to open up region play. They've lost to Rome, 48-7. Uh, lost to Harrison, 42-17. to Yeah, Carrollton is a much, much bigger team. I would take Carrollton to 42 for sure. Uh, Harrison County is on the road. They're at Moe Dale. Moe Dale is a 20-point favorite at home.
1: I don't know if 20 points is going to happen, but give give me model in this game. I um, uh, and Harrelson County is just growing through a really, really tough stretch this year, and there's—I just don't feel like they're going to be able to crawl their right way out of it. Yeah, I
0: think uh, I think Modell is going to win at home. I don't know about that twenty. I think Harrelson County is good enough to keep it close, yeah. especially with the way their offense runs. Uh, they see their only like opponent, I think, is no. They don't have any like opponents. Wow, that's crazy. Three games into the into the region, and they have no like opponents. Uh, but right now, Modell is four and two on the season, two and one in the region. The only loss they had was to Rockmart, forty-five to fourteen. So yeah, give me a. I think I think uh, forty-five 14 So that's, that's almost similar to how Harrelson County played Rockmart, uh, yeah. 14 Modell forty-eight to six was Harrison County. So that's that's pretty similar. Um, but yeah, give me Modell to win. But I think Harrelson County keeps it within a touchdown. Uh, next okay. is Temple. They're at home versus Lamar County. Temple is a seven point favorite.
1: They're a favorite or a dog? They're a favorite. Not what you have. Huh?
0: Oh, I just copied it from. Uh, I copied it from. Or excuse me, they're a dog.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was about yeah sorry.
0: Temple's a seven point <laughs> dog. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm reading everything. I was like, wait a second now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they 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 probably should be Lamar County is really good, um, like really really talented. I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to talk with Corey Nix yesterday. I'm gonna have to see if we can try to talk on him today. Um, yeah, he did. Man, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know about this Temple team. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, early on, I felt really really strongly about it. Their their offense was looking really good. Their defense also looking really good and then they went through that really cold stretch and you know they they beat midtown the last game out had a week off and then uh they get a chance to face lamar county and lamar county's really good and if you want to put this in perspective lamar county beat manchester yep on the road on the road and they beat them handily I uh, beat him by three. Oh, I thought it was like forty-two to something, like big
0: seventeen, fourteen. Lamar County beat Manchester, but it was in okay. Manchester.
1: Yeah, they beat Manchester, and Bowden lost to Manchester. Yeah. So, if you want to put that into perspective, so
0: yeah, yeah, and and Lamar County has played three top ten opponents. Uh, they're one and or excuse me, two and one against top. 10 opponents, and the only one they lost to was uh, Dublin. They lost to 33-28 in Dublin. They've beaten Wilcox County at home. They've beaten Manchester on the road right now, 5-2 and two on the season. Um, I I think Lamar is probably going to win this region. Um, it'll be a battle between Temple and Hurd County to see who finishes in second and gets that uh, second agree. home field advantage because both Temple and both T- Temple Lamar County both should beat Crawford. Hurd County already has um, I think it's going to be Heard and Temple battling out for that second. Lamar County's good this year. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, but they're a very good team, another top ten opponent. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would have to take Lamar County in that, in that minus seven in this one. I think they're I think they're good. They're not as good as they were last year, but they are a good team. Uh, and the last game we have for tomorrow night, Villarica is at home. They're hosting Mays. Mays is a seven-point favorite.
1: I don't know like that number is kind of big for me it's
0: yeah i don't you know i i've said i've I've told anybody who who will listen as long as villarica keeps it close in the fourth quarter we got a puncher's chance to win this game man maze is good they're not as good as they were last year but maze is good but i think villarica is is quite a bit better i'm not sure maze is that good i they only lost a creekside by one point okay you're saying Creekside's not good? They're number
1: two no, in the state. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that I, I'm just. Anybody can can jump up and, and bite somebody on, on on any given Friday for sure. But, for sure, Maze is good. Maze is know, a good man. team.
0: I've seen them on tape. They're they're a good team. They're not. They are. They are not by any stretch of the imagination the Maze of last year. Maze the, the Maze team last year um, was very very talented. Very very good. Uh, and and I th- I think I think Villarica and Mays are very very evenly matched. I think that's where both the programs are right now. Mays is two and four, but don't let that two and four uh, you know kind of fool you into thinking they're not a good team. They've lost to Douglas, Douglas County, and Raven Gap. I mean, all three of those teams are re- well, two of those teams are really good. I'm not sure about Douglas. Um, is Douglas any good this year? Douglas is five and two. So I mean, they've had a Mays has had a very tough out of conference schedule or out of region schedule. Uh, they're 2-1 in the region. They beat Chapel Hill 40-0 game one. Typical. Crapple Hill is pretty terrible at football anyways. Uh, they lost to Creekside 21-20 at Creekside, and they just beat Maynard Jackson a couple uh, this past Friday, 31-14. So I I think this is a very evenly matched game. Probably should have been a pick em. I'm taking Villarica in this one. I'm taking Villarica as a 7-point uh, underdog, and I'd probably take him on the money line as well. I think Villarica is going to come out – victorious on Friday night and clinch their uh playoff berth.
1: Yeah, I was about to say this this clinches a playoff berth. Yeah. So this has to be a major part for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Um, if you think about it, like they have they have four more games in the region left. May's big one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a coin toss. If they win that one, they had Creekside away. And that is what it is. It's Creekside Away. They're number two in the state. Um, then you have Maynard Jackson in that neutral field. You should beat them. And then you have Crapple Hill at home. You should beat them. I mean, it's realistic that this Villarica, this Villarica team, only has one loss in the region at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, I agree. That's
0: pretty crazy from where they were last year. That's a that's a drastic change. I know we're looking ahead. Still a lot of football to be played. Um, but yeah, give me give me Villarica against Mays this week as a seven point dog, man
1: well they've already done outdone their their win total from last season that's now, good that's right? good to
0: hear especially with those those three of those four opponents still on the schedule and two of the two of the four we should beat uh the maze is sort of a coin toss and then you know creek hey let's go into creekside and see if we can't upset somebody you know what i mean let's let's throw some yeah. stuff up against the wall let's beat maze let's take care of business this week travel into creekside next week and uh, see what happens see what happens
1: all right bryce uh we are getting down to the nitty-gritty with softball and a lot of it is to be determined i think today is the final day i believe so yes but uh so we've got some updates on our local teams so let me give you five of our local teams of our nine that had things set um in in class single a division one number three seeded County Braves will face Woo. the number two Irwin County team in East Lawrence which is East Dublin Georgia wow. number
0: three Hurt County man that's not what I expected to hear going into these super regionals
1: well you know they lost to Temple yep. in the first game and Temple went on to the championship game and, and got beat 10-2 to 2. so um,
0: is there, are the region tournaments in softball single elimination?
1: That, well, it is for there. That makes... Well, no, no, no. no. Well, so they... No, it's it's double elimination. Oh, sense. okay. Well, kind of. Kind of. So, Hart County played Temple. They lost. So, they right. m- immediately went to the third place game. Okay. Um. The, then Crawford County played uh, Lamar County, and I believe Crawford County won. So, they went... Crawford County went to the championship game against Temple, and Lamar went based off against heard in the third place game which heard promptly just smashed the hell out of them 13 nothing I
0: got you okay okay so it's not really single eliminate it's not it, okay it's like a bracket it is but it's not yeah I got
1: you okay I'm with you I'm with you so um yeah so hurt county the number three seeded hurt county race will face number two Irwin County and then the number two Temple Tigers will face number three Brooks County at Screven County where the hell is Screvin so, County at? I I don't know where Screven County is. I don't. Oh. Alright. Well, i hold on.
0: I'll look it up for you. Uh Screven. Screvin County. Where is Screvin County, Georgia? It is located in the southeast part of Georgia. Uh, population of 14. Oh, it's over. It's over like south of Augusta, it looks like.
1: Disgusting.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's over. Just just north of Savannah, like right in between
1: Augusta and Savannah. Okay.
0: Yep. Right next all to right. right next to Hilton Head Island.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, in Class Single A Division Two, the number one seated Bowden Red Devils will host the number four Manchester Blue Devils in Bowden. Um, I think these are all coming up Saturday. I think. I believe but you I are. Can remember.
0: Cool. Well, it, it shouldn't be this Saturday because. Fountain has that like tournament thing.
1: Not anymore. Oh, that, that got moved up to today.
0: Did it. Okay. Um, let me see, let me see if max preps is updated yet with the softball thing. Uh, Doesn't look like they've updated. Doesn't look like they've updated super regional. Um, and, and the GHSA guys, we got to do better on the, the GHSA website with the super regional brackets because they are not on there. The,
1: the playoffs, the are. where are they? They're, they're in there. They're in the playoff bracket. The super regional bracket is in the playoff bracket. Uh, are you sure? That's where I found them. That's where I found them. Yeah. Oh, that's weird.
0: Is, are they only for these four? Cl- these three classifications? Then?
1: No, they they have all seven. Just all, not all of them are filled in properly.
0: Oh, I think that's what it was. I probably just looked at the first like uh like five, six, and seven A, and they weren't filled in all the
1: way. I bet that's what it was. Yeah. so number two Mount Zion will face off against number three Marion County they will face off at Washington Wilkes though Um, so Mount Zion is going to have to travel down to Washington Wilkes and that's going to be a trip just to go down there that's god bless Uh, and then number four or in class 4A number two Central will face Holy Innocence at North Oconee yeah Jeez. Yeah, not really thrilled about all these places that all these guys are going to have to go, but you know we'll see how it works out.
0: All right, so uh, Class A Division One Round One Super Regionals will start on October 18th and 19th. Will be when when that happens. So that's Heard County and Temple, uh, and then over to Bowden Mount Zion Class A Division Two. Those first rounds will start October 16th and 17th. Uh, so Monday, this and Monday and Tuesday. Yep. Monday and Tuesday of next week. In the 4A for Central, that'll be October 18th and 19th. So the same as Division uh, Wednesday. A. Yep. And then Wednesday, and Thursday, next week. Yep. Okay. Wednesday, and Thursday, next week. Uh, let's see.
1: Uh, Class 2A okay. is 18th and 19th as well. Um, Have they updated whether or not Harrison County is in there?
0: Uh, I do not
1: Now that you're looking at it
0: Do not see Harrelson County in here At the moment, no I do not see them um, okay. Yeah, so still waiting on those 18 and 19th will be the 3A, that'll be Bremen, Bremen. Yep, Bremen uh, Will I don't see Bremen in here yet, but they will definitely Be in here um, uh, Bremen will play 16th and 17th and let's go over to 5A, 5A, which is Villa Rica. They will be in it as well. They would host, I would assume. Uh, but they
1: are hosting, yes. They
0: are hosting, yes. So that'll be um, 16th and 17th as well. That'll be Monday and Tuesday of next week and then is Carrollton still make it into the super regionals do we know or is that has it been but wrapped yeah, Carleton,
1: up yeah Carrollton. i believe carrollton made the super regionals um all right they were they second are. they were second in the region tournament yes
0: they are in here they play hillgrove um they they play hillgrove either on they play hillgrove on the 16th so that will be next monday at 2:30 uh Where? and that should be, Lounds. should be lounge. should be lounge. Oh. yeah. Got to go okay. all the way down to Lounge. Columbus? Yes. Oh, no, no. no. Lounge is like Valbasta. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's down there. It's down near Bainbridge and Florida and all that fun stuff. So, 2.30 at <laughs> 2.30 game on Monday for our Carrollton Trojans down in Lounge. They will play Hillgrove. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get after the weekend um, come Monday. It'll be all right. Uh, we will have all of the super regional brackets laid out and everything for you in game times and all that fun jazz. So, uh, Billy, right. Marine South scoreboard from last night. Uh, we, didn't yeah. have, we didn't have anything going on. We had uh, Really? We had nothing. We had nothing going on except for our lowly Braves losing to the Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Uh, today on the Smith Floor Coverings Games and Events Calendar, we got the uh, we got that softball tournament out in um, it's at Bremen, right? I believe is where they're where they're yeah. holding that whole tournament. Uh, I know is Bowden and Villarica still signed up to go to it?
1: Yep, awesome. Yep, it's Bowden, Bowden, Villarica, and Bremen. I believe it starts at three. Okay, I could be wrong, but I I believe it starts at three. Um, so I think it's three, five, and seven are the three games, but I. Can't remember. What
0: what we doing with that weather today? Is that is that rain going to go away? We going to get these games in? Oh, it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. Typical, typical fall fall weather. Showers, showers, showers. As
1: long as the showers get out of here Friday before or just about you know noon, I'm I'm good. Yeah.
0: Where's uh yeah Where's um where where are we having a game day at? Where's
1: we're in. Rogers Stadium in Temple, Georgia.
0: Oh, all right. Well, bring the uh, bring the bring the tent just in case. Bring the tent just oh, in case.
1: The tent shows up with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. Don't blame me, man. Christ, so need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Re- Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers the for Dodgers. the first NLCS berth since 2007. Yeah, this
0: kind of goes back <laughs> to our point saying it doesn't really matter who the better team is, it matters who the hotter team is and it was not the uh was not the was not the Dyers. So, yeah, Dyer, Dyers Dyers oh. get knocked out.
1: The Astros close out the Twins, setting up an ALCS showdown between the Texas Rangers and them
0: Yeah, All I'm Texas. An All Texas ALDS. That should be that should be interesting. ALCS. Will, ALCS, excuse me. Um yeah, I, I won't watch a single pitch of it, but uh it, it'll be interesting for people out in Texas.
1: The uh the rookie Connor Bedard scores his first NHL goal in the Blackhawks loss to a Bru- the Bruins. What
0: a bum. Has good to geez, have two runner. two games to score his first one. I thought this kid was ah, good.
1: What a bum. Dude, this this kid's good. What a <laughs> I, I, I watched him watch. I watched
0: them play um who did they play open tonight? Penguins. Uh he was pretty impressive. Yeah, he looked pretty
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's good. He was pretty
0: good. Yeah, he was pretty impressive, man. When did the CBJ play? They, did they play tonight? I think, I think they do. Seven o'clock. Let's go CBJ Gets the Flyers tonight. All right, I'll be able to catch the probably third period of that game. The highlight? No. I was about to say we get we get done with practice at seven seven thirty ish tonight. So
1: we yeah. Uh, and then you got football. What do
0: you mean? Thursday Night Football. Who's, who's
1: on tonight? I don't even know who's on tonight. I don't know. I don't either. But right. I just know that you, you like Thursday Night Football. Yeah,
0: I might, I might have to have it on uh, two different screens. Let's see. We got uh, uh, Broncos and Chiefs. That'll be a snooze fest. Good Lord, that'll be awful. Uh, Chiefs wow. will be up by 106 by halftime.
1: I've got to figure out my, my fantasy lineup considering that Justin Jefferson is out. Justin Ugh. Jefferson.
0: yeah I had uh, I had the running back from the Dolphins man he's he's on the IR now and he's been toting the rock for me uh the entire year so that's not great <laughs> I have to figure out I think I gotta figure out who I'm gonna put in his uh in his place
1: the USADA reveals imminent split from UFC amid McGregor testing saga yeah dude what, what the, the hell's uh,
0: going on dude so USADA is the testing the drug and you know drug administration for UFC they have been for forever Um, And USADA has this rule that if you get out of the drug testing protocol, you have to be back in for six months and have two negative tests to be able to to be able to fight. And I don't know what's going on with the UFC and USADA, but the UFC is trying to push Conor McGregor through without going through the correct testing protocols. So after the Dustin Poirier fight in 2021, Conor McGregor removed himself from the USADA drug testing pool to um, to rehab a fractured leg. Now, the UFC wants Conor McGregor to fight before the end of the year. And Conor McGregor is not back into the USADA testing pool yet. So, per USADA, Conor McGregor wouldn't be able to fight if he entered in today, if he entered into the USADA testing today. He wouldn't be able to fight until next year. He'd have to be into the testing pool for six months and he'd have to have two negative tests in between now and his next first start. But, uh, but, uh, old, what's his name? What's old Doofus's name that, that runs the UFC? Dana White. Dana White wants McGregor to fight before the year is out. And the riff that's been put in between UFC and the USADA is just purely because they want Conor McGregor to fight before the end of the year. Like, I don't understand why the UFC and Dana White. Would drive this wedge in between the two companies just for one guy. And listen, he's not even your mainline guy anymore. He's not your biggest. He's not going to be your biggest ticket anymore. The casual fan probably doesn't care about Conor McGregor anymore. Like his is what one, that one trick pony sort of left the station after Conor McGregor got that big payday. You could see that dog in him, the fight in him. It wasn't there anymore. And and I don't I don't understand why the UFC is destroying a relationship, a a business partnership that they've had with USADA for years, for forever, just because of one guy who's washed up. It's it's the weirdest, oddest situation I think I have ever seen from the UFC, and I've seen some very odd, weird
1: situations from them. All right, and finally, this one is for Coach White. <laughs> day in 1989 Dallas Cowboys running back Herschel Walker is traded from the Cowboys to the Vikings for five players and six future draft picks including future stars Emmett Smith, Russell Maryland, Kevin Smith and Darren Woodson. I mean that, that's 100% for Coach White.
0: That uh that's that that kickstarted the Cowboys franchise in the 90s. I mean that yeah, it that, did. That that run they had in the 90s, yeah, that kickstarted it, that trade right there. Got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Thursday.
1: Tomorrow is fiscally irresponsible. Friday, we get another football Friday, buddy. Woo-hoo! We don't get many of them. Dude, we don't there, get many more of them. There's the of not the
0: year. many football Fridays left. It, it's really this season has flown by. It, I know we say that every single year, but this this is I, I just I don't know I don't know where the fall is gone, dude. We have three more. Grayson has the three fall more. Just beginning. <laughs> well the fall begins when football begins uh grayson has three more regular season football games bowden only has what two or three more regular season football games because the way their are is set up like it's uh it's pretty crazy man it's pretty crazy
1: yep that's it for the morning five for bryce Sparling. i am billy Lindall. have a great day everybody we will talk to you tomorrow same time same place